And welcome back, fourth and long fans. It's your AFL and now AFLW correspondent, Coach Donnie Hess here. And I am starting our AFLW reviews for round one. And today I am joined by a very special guest of mine, Miss Tara Silky, one of the members of the Western of the Denver Bulldogs here in the USAFL. How you doing, Miss Tara? I am doing great. Yes, of the Denver Bulldogs, not to get confused with the Western Bulldogs. I wish I was part of the Western, but not that good yet. So, plus getting too old. <laughs> eh, no, no, you're not. You're not that old. And then you get to play with Danny Marshall every week. I mean, come on. I mean, wouldn't that be That's a great true. experience? That'd be awesome. I've always loved playing with Danny. She was a lot of fun to play with in the USAFL. So, I always look at her and watch her play games and go, man, I wish I could play another game with her because she's the best. Well, it's great. It's great to see that she's got so much love here of all of us over here in the States. So, so let's get on to uh, what we're here for. Um, let's, let's kind of, we're going to go through uh, round one of the AFLW season. I'm, I'm so excited to do this. I know Ross, unfortunately, is super busy, so I thought I'd take over. And I think this year we're going to do some rotational co-hosts. Miss Tara is going to join me this week. Um, I, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to tease anything for next week, but I'm, I'm going to enjoy my, my co-host for next week. Um, so let's hop into game one. First game of the round, and I got to say, Miss Tara, it was an absolute cracking game between Collingwood and Carlton, the old rivals. Uh, what were your thoughts on this game, a six-point win for the Magpies? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good launch out of the gate for the season. Um, everyone was really excited to see women's footy come back, and that was a great game for it to come back to. I mean, it was exciting. It was a close game. I think uh, Carlton thought they were going to kind of sneak in and get the win, but um, Collingwood ended up doing amazing things. Um, you know, I'm not ever really a Magpie fan, but when it comes to women's footy, I tend to be more of a Magpie fan than the men's side. So I think that bodes well for them. Um, and yeah, I think the women had a really, really good um, game. It kind of got started off a little slow, but then it picked up really, really well. Um, and then, you know, outside of the dangerous tackle that happened, I think other than that and a couple injuries, um, it was solid. Yeah, it was a great game. And the fact that another sellout in Icon Park was absolutely awesome. Now it wasn't a full sellout. Unfortunately, with COVID restrictions, we can only get about four or 5,000 there. But the fact that the first time the tickets are being sold for the game and they still sell it out, um, I absolutely love it. It was great to see all the fans at the footy. And the fact that this game lived up to the hype. I mean, yes, I agree. It was a little slow, but it was defensive. Uh, both teams yes. were really good behind the footy. I absolutely love that. Again, maybe it's the coach and me. I don't mind a good defensive battle. The, both, grow, both, both teams were, were super scrappy. I loved it. The tackling, they were attacking the footy. I absolutely loved this game. Um, Carlton did really come out slow in that second quarter. And Collingwood mm -hmm. kind of nipped them really early. Um, and I think Maddie Prisparkis, their, their, their superstar player, just she got a little frustrated early in that. She started kind of getting into the game a little bit later, but a really, really good game in my opinion. This was hard not to watch. I remember watching this from, from first siren to last siren, thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the ladies really represented well for the first game of the season. Um, uh, thoroughly enjoyed this one, but uh, let's move on. We don't want to spend all of our time on the old rivals. <laughs> We'll hop on. Uh, we we kind of already mentioned her. We'll go to we'll go to uh, the game between St. Kilda and Western. St. Kilda beats Western by nine. Uh, our friend Danny Marshall comes out. She has not a not a bad game. Um, 
but uh, St. Kilda is, is a very solid team. I, I think they're, they're one of those that I'm very interested to see how they kind of develop. This was a really scrappy game. The Dogs last year did not have a season that they would have wanted. So kind of a bounce back game. Yes, they didn't get the win, but I think there's a lot of positive things to, uh, to go off of. Uh, what did you kind of think of this game, Tara? Uh, yeah, for St. Kilda, it was their highest score in the history of their um, playing. So that was really cool for them to be able to achieve that. Um, the Bulldogs kind of had a little bit of a slow go. Um, but I think if they had a couple more minutes there at the end, they probably would have secured a win. But again, you can only play for the time you're allotted. So that's all you get. If you can't make the win in that time, sucks to be you. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of the Bulldogs issues in the past have been that they've had continuous, um, you know, uh, flow with different uh, players coming in and out, like major changes. Um, so this is their first year that they don't have that of major changes in their lineup. And I think that's going to bode well for them. Completely agree. And the cool part is, is that in this game, I remember wa- I remember watching this game, they had one of my favorite surnames out of all of the girls is too good. One of their players' last names was too good. I absolutely love that. <laughs> I, I, I'd be interested to hear what her nickname is in the, at the club. It'd be absolute comedy, but uh, <laughs> let's not have too much fun with that. We'll move on to the next game. we got Melbourne and Gold Coast. Melbourne with a 21-point win, and this was kind of a game of, of different in quarters. The first quarter was Gold Coast. It was all Gold Coast <laughs> early. Melbourne kind of struggled out of the gates, but come that second quarter, Melbourne flipped a switch, started playing much much better and this is a melbourne team that i think a lot of people weren't sure how they were going to respond they had lost several uh key players in the off season this year to other clubs so i think there was a lot of question marks um on this melbourne team so to see them come out and get a win up in queensland was pretty impressive yeah i think it was again it was definitely a slow start kind of a slow go but then once it progressed and gold coast is kind of an interesting team um you know they're a newer team and they're young teams. So I think they're going to be making big strides. They definitely are fast and have a great offense. So, um, yeah, I just, they couldn't quite hang in there with uh, Melbourne, but you know, it's good. To, we're going to see what happens next. Yeah. Still got eight games. So we still got plenty of time. But it, it definitely. <laughs> yes. Well, unfortunately the next, the next four games are kind of kind of the second half of, of the, of the, of the round. Um, mm-hmm. the first, the first three were, were competitive games. I thought they were all good, and, and sadly, the last four games got a little got a little ugly. Uh, we'll go to the first yeah. one. Um, two-time premieres Adelaide come up against West Coast and win by thirty-eight. And to yeah. see Aaron Phillips back on a footy field, kicking the footy after after the devastating ACL injury that she had uh, two years ago in the grand final was was very great to see. Yes, that was awesome to see. They actually, that team were, um, had a ton of injuries. Um, they're both their midfielders were injured, and to have that much of a comeback to be able to kick was quite an impressive feat. Yeah, definitely, for sure. And, and I'm just so happy to see such a, such a gun player. And I know so many people over here in the States were so happy when she comes to USAFL National. She's always given time to the, the players and stuff like that. So I was very happy to see her get back on the track. And I, I think it's only going to lead to some interesting games later on in this year. And then, oh man, this next one <laughs> was probably, I'm not sure if it was surprising or just uh, rather shocking. Uh, North Melbourne v. Geelong in GMHBA and Mel- North Melbourne hands Geelong a 71-9 to loss, a 62-point yeah 
defeat. I mean, North, I knew North Melbourne had some talent, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, North Melbourne's supposed to be one of the top teams this season to watch, and poor Geelong just could not get it together. Um, I'm hoping that they can, you know, have a little bit better of a season than what they started off with, you know, get the first round nerves out of the way and come back a little bit stronger, but we'll only see. But yeah, the Kangaroos are definitely ones to keep an eye out for, and they had a successful first game i'll bet maybe not the most exciting of one <laughs> yeah if i remember correctly i was looking at i was looking at the ladder i think that it's the highest percentage any team has ever had after round one it's like seven over 700 percent it's <laughs> yeah it's I saw in, that. <laughs> the, the ladder was quite interesting to see three double digit three double digit leads uh for percentages on the ladder um so we'll go to the next triple digit leader. Uh, Brisbane plays Richmond at Punt Road Oval, which I heard somebody say this is the first game for points on Punt Road Oval since the 60s. So this was really, really cool. And to see the Tigers Army come out and support their women's team, who I know last year just had a very, very difficult season. Unfortunately, they did not come out victorious in this game, but it's still great to see the Tigers Army supporting the ladies. And I think the Tigers are getting better. It's going to take a little bit. It's going to take a little bit of time for, for all of it to kind of come together. Uh, Katie Brennan had a nice game. It's glad to see that they moved her up forward, maybe to kind of save her a little bit. But uh, 41 to 12, the, the Lions win that one by 29. I mean, uh, uh, kind of what were your thoughts on that, Tara? Yeah, I mean, uh, the Tigers, you know, they had a winless season last time in 2020, but that's 2020. And so that I don't even know if we can really count that season for the for the ladies since it was a short one. Um, but they didn't win anything. Um, they picked up some new players this year, some really exciting new players, and they did really, really well. So maybe that'll make them more competitive. Only time will tell. But yeah, they're kind of in the lowest of the bracket right now. But I think it's good competition. And yeah, other than that, the Lions are... Um, you know, going to be one of the teams again that are be competitive, and then the top couple teams to watch. Yeah, definitely for sure. And again, this is week one. There, there's still plenty of time, yeah. and, and kind <laughs> of a short, <laughs> and kind of a shortened preseason too. Their, their preseason's been kind of hectic. I know with, with several of them. So it's, I think mm-hmm. I think eventually, as it goes on, I mean, give it give it time. It's the first week. I mean, even in the AF, even in the AFL in the men's league, it, the first week sometimes can be rough. Everybody's yeah. kind of getting the jitters out or getting the rust out. Practice games can only do so much. So, and yeah. and finally, last game of the round uh, last year's kind of last year's kind of presumed flag teams even though they didn't uh, sadly did not get to finish Fremantle plays GWS and wins by 30 58 28 and a game that was highly highly emotional um this was this was one of those was very very um it was great to see the, the clubs come together to to respect uh, the passing of Jacinda I know yes. There's heavy, heavy hearts on that on that GWS side, and I know there's many people even over here in the states that have heavy, heavy hearts after her passing. But uh, um, they put in a, a great effort. Unfortunately, this Frio team is so good; they're so talented. The only the only yeah. thing that worries me a tiny bit is their accuracy on goal. But this turned into, and, and I know we we had discussed off Mike. You're not a, a big player, but the Gemma Houghton. I mean, she was absolutely electric in this game. In fact, she set the record for most running bounces in a single AFL game at 10. The previous record was five. So she doubled the record. She was everywhere. So many disposals, absolutely electric speed. I'm going to be thoroughly interested um, 
to see how she goes this year. She looks like she's an absolute gun. Um, sadly, unfortunately, we won't get to see Frio play this next week if, if it continues to go. And I was really looking forward to their game, but unfortunately, we will have to wait on that. Um, so that's round one. I mean, overall, um, what do you think of this round? Good round? Kind of the, the we'll see round? Kind of what are your thoughts? I mean, it's, it's always tough with the first round because you just never know. I mean, players come out strong. I mean, they had just come off a year of quarantine and COVID and all of that trying to deal with. So I think, you know, like how I just kept saying, you know, it's a team to watch out for, which I think I said for every team, but I truly believe that every team is a team to watch out for at this point because we don't know, um, especially we, since we can't, you know, see last season as really one to draw comparisons from. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely a couple standouts. I think the first couple games that we had were definitely um, a little bit better played than the um, games towards the end. But again, anything could happen and it could totally do a flip-flop. Definitely, for sure. But And, and kind of to go off this is, is one of the things that we had kind of discussed before off mic is that for me, um, I, I watched all the highlights from last year's games and, and I thoroughly enjoy the AFL, but the, the, the skill level is marketably, marketably better this year, which I, I know is going to happen with, with these girls, the better coaching, the more practice, different stuff. I, these girls are getting better. You're starting to see these young draft picks who have been playing the game their entire lives. They didn't have to step away for Ozkick at 12 years old like they used to. So for me, this is this is great to see that the sport is only going to grow. It's only going to get stronger. Youth footy in Australia is only getting better. There's more and more girls teams. There's more and more young ladies teams. And there's still four AFL teams still to come in. And for me, being a Swans fan, and I'm, I'm unabashed on this, um, <laughs> as much as I cannot wait for the red and white to be donned for the AFLW, I, I won't mind waiting for more skill to be developed. I won't mind waiting. Uh, I know New South Wales has their, their Young Girls Academy. I know the Swans have a girls academy and they're trying as much as they can to develop women's footy there. So I'm really looking forward to that. But I know that in, until then, I'm gonna enjoy the footy that I can. Um, silently maybe cheer for Danny Marshall because of the USA connection but we'll, we'll keep that on the D we'll keep that on the DL not too many people listen to this no, I'm, I'm just kidding um, you got to have a little bit of fun with this but I'm thoroughly enjoying this I cannot wait um, I know I, I don't know the players names as well as as I would for the AFL but I'm learning um, I'm, I'm taking That's a lot too. of pride and joy in it um, so before we go any further um I want, to, I want to thank you for hopping on again, Tara. Um, this is this oh, is great. Um, kind of, as I said, this will be a rotational thing this year. Um, in fact, I'm going to try to do as many USAFL ladies as I can, just because I think it's great to have ladies that play here in the States. Um, as the Des Moines Roosters coach, um, I have six ladies here who I work with. And I've told many of them, I said, I'm going to coach you and teach you just like I do the guys. Because for me, I, th I think... You deserve the best coaching you can possibly get. I'm going to try to do everything that I can. Um, so anybody that's listening to this, um, encourage girls to play sport. Encourage girls to play footy. Encourage girls to play because way too many times they are discouraged because they're girls. And that, that's, it's sadly devastating for me to see a young, talented woman not be able to show her athletic ability because she's a woman. Um, 
I take pride in that. I, I'm trying every day as much as I can to be an advocate for the women's game, both in footy and even sport over in here. I know I've got, I've got even more to do with basketball, football, basketball, hockey, any of those sports. Um, so I, I wanted to make sure that the listeners of this know that I, I'm going to try everything I can to help grow not only AFLW, but women, but women's sport in, in the footy, whether it's here in the States or abroad. So um, well, that's trying. awesome, Donnie. I just want to say thank you so much for taking that upon yourself and your team and encouraging women in sports. It's so very important. And I think we have something to show. I mean, it's, it's fun to watch women's sports. It's a different game than men's sport. Um, we play a little bit differently, but it's still a lot of fun to watch. And that's awesome. I just joined the Women's Association for the USAFL. I'm a VP on there uh, for the first time this year. So we're going to really try to grow the women's game here in the United States. And I would really, really like to see that continue to grow also in the AFLW. Um, I think the women's game in Australia has a little bit more progress to go um, and I hopefully they just keep growing and growing and adding the rest of the teams in and the teams that are already there just keep progressing forward and getting better skill level and dominating. Definitely for sure and the, and the other thing that I love about it is is that especially still with the early years and many still talents still to come is the the international flavor to it. Um, unfortunately with COVID some of the Irish girls haven't been able to come but it's always great to see the Irish impact and then as we've already kind of mentioned her name a couple of times Miss Danny Marshall our, our American yeah. born and seeing um the indigenous players I and mean, the fact that Collingwood had their first ever indigenous player this round was absolutely amazing to, to see the impact uh, of different internationals and then the indigenous player. I know the indigenous player in the, in the female game still has some years to come. It's not as avid, but I think it's only going to make the game better. The indigenous player has flair. The indigenous player has speed. I cannot wait to see more indigenous young ladies come out of Australia. I think that it will only make the game stronger. I honestly believe, I think there's a lot more USAFL girls that with the correct training and some more coaching, I think there's many opportunities until the game progresses even more in Australia for those opportunities. So I, I, I'm really looking forward to USAFL Nationals, different stuff I had to see. Maybe if we get more than just Miss Danny Marshall over there, maybe we'll see another another young lady, maybe maybe a younger one that comes in the next couple of years that she finds her way down to Australia. That'll, that'll be a great, great thing. Um, yeah, definitely. I think the international piece is huge. There have been a lot of Irish players, English players, and – um, a couple of other countries that have come along playing in Australia. And I think that's just a huge advantage for them to be able to grow that game and spread it more um, to other countries. And definitely they get more United States players over there. I think, you know, the U.S. actually kind of started women's footy a little bit more aggressively than even Australia did. We had a lot more women's teams here that were fully playing in games and fully supported. And while it's not at a pro level, I think that shows a lot that we are committed to the game here. We are ready to learn the game even more and we can give you guys valuable players in Australia. So definitely not to miss the United States players or discount them. Oh, definitely for sure. And the fact that we've had two, two divisions now in, AF, in the USAFL women's, was this the second year or was this the first year that we had two divisions? I can't remember. In 2019, um, I'm sorry. I think, oh yes, you know, 2019 to 2020, I just don't know. I think we only had it two years now, one or yeah. two years, yeah. 
Yeah, which is which is awesome because it just means there's more and more players coming, more and more teams having ladies teams, which is only only growing the game. And and, exactly. I, and I agree that the fact that the US the USAFL was was gung ho with getting women's teams going and getting national championships and regionals to the fact where now, like I said, now we've got two divisions in there. I think we had two divisions at our central regionals that we played um, in 2019. So so it's only growing. It's only going to get bigger the more we more we work on it. And with Kras is 45,000 here in the states i think there's a lot of room to bring in women's players so okay so now that we've had it now that we've had our fun <laughs> over here let's, let's fly we'll, we'll fly well we'll do the proverbial fly back to australia and we gotta talk about this um perth is going into a five-day lockdown and unfortunately round two now has a couple of games that have been postponed as we speak unfortunately both Western Australian teams and then Adelaide and GWS who both played the Western Australian teams will not be playing this week due to a five day lockdown due to a case of COVID in Perth. I mean, how frustrating has this got to be for those four teams to get one game in and now potentially a 14 day quarantine. Yeah, it kills the momentum. Like you start the season off and you're like so excited and then to have to pause in the middle of that, um, you kind of just lose momentum. So I'm hoping these teams don't do that and they keep the mentality going um, to progress for the season. However, again, you know, it's just a crazy time that we're living in these days. The women got a short season last year and I'm truly hoping that doesn't um, affect them this year with COVID because I would like to see them get their full season. I want to see them play all their games games um, and get the same amount of playtime as the men. So I really, really like to see that. And I'm hoping they get back out there and play extremely hard when they can play again. Definitely. And the sad part is they take away the best game of the round. Adelaide and Frio were going <laughs> to play this week. Darn it. That yeah, was, that was, was going to be a that, real close game. That would have been a that would have been an absolute Titan game because I think a lot of people see Frio's undefeated season last year versus a revamped Crows team with Aaron Phillips back. I mean, that that could be, I mean, a preview of a grand final potentially. That's that's how good these two teams potentially could be. So yeah. I'm a little a little sad and looking at the looking at the fixture for this this round for round two coming up and we do not get that game. I'm so 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 yeah. sad about that unfortunately so so we've, we've kind of already uh, um the lockdown happens because of a hotel person came up covid positive which is quite interesting seeing western australia they go into a five-day lockdown for one covid case but i understand um they've yes. they've been very 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 shall we say strict i won't say what i said off camera um <laughs> I won't say that. Uh, they've been very, very strict, and I understand it. They, they've been very, very good at keeping their cases low, so as I understand it. But um, that's politics. That's that's government. Uh, that's not what we're here for. We're here for women's footy. So, so I think um, I'm all set for it. Would you mind, Miss Tara? Do you want to do some tipping for round two? We'll we'll see who 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 you who you like and who you don't like in, in this round. Sure, I'll do my best. Nah, I'm terrible worry. at tipping and betting and all that stuff. Well, this, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. 
So um, for the, I don't even know if I'm going to be going in order, but I'm just going to say the teams that I have listed here in my little sure. notebook of notes. So the Bulldogs versus Carlton. Um, I'm going to cheer on the Bulldogs because they're my team. Um, I think it'd be a fairly close game. I think Carlton probably will have a little bit better chance of pulling ahead of the Bulldogs, but you know what? This is my tipping, so I'm going to say go Bulldogs. There's nothing wrong with that. They're at home at the Witten Oval, so I think you you, you are going to get a little bit. You're going to get a little bit of a boost there. I like Carl. I like Carlton's game. I think Carlton got really really frustrated with Collingwood's defensive structure. I'm not yeah. sure seeing what I saw if 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 the Bulldogs have that same kind of structure. But you just you never know. Again, being at home, we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna tip Carlton, but I think this is gonna be within two goals. I think this is gonna be a yeah, really be really close. really good game. Um, another great game for the first game of the round for Friday night footy. So we'll hop on the next one. I'm pretty. I'm hoping I'm going in your order here. We got Collingwood v Gold Coast at Victoria Park. So Collingwood is at home. Uh, for me, uh, the Pies' defensive structure looks really really good. They look really really solid in defense. Uh, move the footy quite well. They're, they're two forwards are really really tough to, to to keep out of the marking contests and after gold coast had some issues with with melbourne in the second half of their game i think i'm going to lean the pies here but do not shock and will not shock me if gold coast keeps this game within a couple of goals yeah i was gonna also go with collingwood on this one although they did have a pie uh band for this game so they're going to be short a player um, due to the dangerous tackle that she did the previous game. But I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a close game. The Suns are one of those teams that I think are going to surprise us this year. I don't know if it'll be in the second round here for the games, but we need to keep an eye on them. But I think, yeah, Collingwood's going to edge it out. Yeah, they'll be tough. This this is going to be, I'm hoping, within two goals. I'm hoping a lot of these games look like they could be absolute crackers. Um, yeah. <laughs> next, next one, we'll, we'll shoot for it. Melbourne in Casey Fields hosting uh, the Richmond Tigers. This is one I kind of bounce back and forth with. What do you got on this, Tara? Um, I had the Demons taking this one. I still think the Tigers have a long road ahead in order for them to kind of get their players in order and their game up to par with the rest of the, with the rest of the clubs. But um, there's no doubt they can do it. But I definitely think Melbourne will will have the edge in this game. I bounce back and forth. I think I think the the Tigers are showing improvement. Um, I think they've got some skill. I agree with you after, after Melbourne's nice performance against cold coast, I think they've got just a little too much talent uh, for Richmond there. But again, for some I just have this feeling this game is going to be, this game is going to be closer than some people think uh, less than three goals. I, I'm hoping again, I, I'm, I'm hoping all these games are within three goals because they keep the games entertaining. I, I Super exciting love, on the edge oh, of I your love, seat. <laughs> absolutely love it. And, and with the next, the next game being a couple of really good ones, this, this could be the game of the round in my opinion. North Melbourne at Arden Strait hosting St. Kilda. Ooh, this is going to be a good one because St. Kilda had a nice tough test against Western where North kind of had a cakewalk against the Cats. So um, yeah. I'm going to go North Melbourne, but I think this, Saint, this Saints team's got some firepower up front, uh, a very quick midfield. Uh, North's going to get tested in this game. North is going yes. to get tested in this game. This this will be kind of a seer of, of, is North for real? Was that 71 legit or was it maybe the Cats did not have a good game and, and maybe North isn't as dynamic as maybe they thought? 
Yeah, I had uh, I had North Melbourne as well, like kangaroos taking it. Um, but I don't know, St Kilda. That's that's going to be a close game. I don't know if they're going to get cocky since that huge win they had, and then they're going to let their defenses and uh, down. But we'll see. But I had them for going. So Walt, that's going to be another close game, like you said. They're all going to be close games. <laughs> I, I, sh- I sure hope so. I really. I do hope so that. too. I like and it when they're closer versus those big blowouts. Those are never fun for anybody. Yeah, and they're they're hard to watch at times, especially when you get to the third quarter and it's a thirty point lead, and, and you, yeah, you, there's just not enough. So so we'll round out the round. Unfortunately, like I said, with the with the two games off, last game of the round, Brisbane hosting Geelong. Um, is 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 Geelong is Geelong that bad? Was North that good, or or was it kind of a, a shaky first game? I'm gonna go with the Lions on this one. Uh, I'm hoping the Cats bounce back because this is a Lions team that can put up points. Um, and if they don't, unfortunately, it's gonna be a very sad first two rounds for the Cats. <laughs> yeah, I went with the Lions as well, but I'm hoping the Cats can kind of have a little bit more of a comeback than what they had or what their first game showed them to do. So I think they're going to be able to score a couple more goals, but not carry it all the way through and the Lions will end up with the win. Yeah, definitely for sure. I really wish this Adelaide Frio game was going to be able to play. I, know, I, I, me I would too. have been all over that. Yes, it would have started at 1210 my time, but I probably would have stayed up just to watch it. <laughs> yes. And then it, it, it would have been a perfect lead into Super Bowl Sunday over here in the States is Adelaide Frio. That would have been awesome. Uh, unfortunately, been great. unfortunately, we don't get that. Miss um, Tara, this has been an absolutely awesome conversation. I, I um I, I'm thoroughly happy that we were able to to work this out. Um, I'm so looking forward to this season. Uh, round one was good, like I said. Unfortunately, some of these blowouts kind of saddened the end of it. But the first two games were absolutely electric, and I think it was a great way to start. Um, I want to thank you again for hopping on. Um, I'm looking forward to maybe, who knows, maybe we'll have you back on again for another later round if, if you'd be up for it. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk with you. It was great to see you. And um, I'm so excited for the start of the season here. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And these women's teams are definitely not to miss. Definitely for sure. And I thought um, since since we are talking about women's footy, and I know you're a part of the Denver Bulldogs, if you want to uh, shout out your, your social media and let people know how to get a hold of you in case maybe we've got a person in Denver listening to this that wants to play footy, whether a man or a woman. Yeah, we have an awesome club, the Denver Bulldogs, and we are on all forms of social media. So our best one is probably Instagram, which is at Denver Bulldogs Footy. Um, But you can also find us on Facebook and all the other major ones. So come on out. We'd love to have you. Everybody's welcome. And we love also helping other clubs. So if you need help with anything, you give us a call and I'll help you out. So I'm head of social media. If you need help with social media, come talk to me. I'm also on the Women's Association, so I'm going to give that a shout out for the USAFL Women's Association. So any women out there who are looking to play or on the fence about playing, come talk to me, and we'd love to have you. All are welcome, footy for all. So, yeah, and thank you so much again, Donnie, for having me. Not a problem. Fourth and long fans, this has been our first round review. I will see you again next week for round two with another special guest co-host. You guys have a nice night.